0: Hey everyone, Brian Bogner and Greg Towner here, and it is time for the 20-minute market breakdown for the month of April. So, Greg, how are things going with you?
1: Uh, hey, Brian, I'm doing great. I'm just, I uh, think like uh, most people these days, enjoying uh, enjoying spring, getting out there and you know, doing some walking, doing some biking, enjoying the good weather, uh, fighting off the humidity as long as we can, right?
0: Yeah, weather has definitely been fantastic no doubt uh you know kind of warmed up a little earlier i think here in the southeast than 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 normal but hey at least we're you know in the upper 70s lower 80s most days gets chilly at night not a lot of humidity so you know, get outside yeah. get in the sun doing a lot of fun stuff out there so that has certainly certainly been great so while weather has been good right <clears throat> um The markets, on the other hand, have been quite interesting, haven't they? Uh, We continue, continue to deal with just a lot of emotions right now in terms of what we're seeing and talking as we talk to folks and things like that. And if you think about it, it's really not just recent. I mean, if you look back over the last couple of years, we've seen some massive extremes of emotional investing, right? Of course, you know, always reference back to the COVID time when, you know, the world, it's literally stopped. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, and what happened then we went through an election, we went through, uh, you know, right now, you know, we're in a, uh, so-called, uh, banking crisis, right. That, you know, a lot of <laughs> right. people are concerned, Oh, the banks going to fail. Uh, and, and there's just a lot of emotional investing. And, you know, I think, I think what is causing a lot of this is is the fact that there's just so many more so much more media outlets and things like that that people have touch bases with. I mean, back in the day, remember? I mean, remember you and I sitting there in our, you know, trading floor and we had CNBC on the TV and that was it. Like what was ever coming out that tube was all you were going to get when it came to the markets. That was it. There was nothing else. Now, yeah. I mean, you've got every little nook and cranny and things like that popping, popping stuff to you all the time. And I think what that says is it just it just amps up our emotions. Right. And we're just like, on, I feel like we're on the edge all the time. Like, oh, my God, this might happen. That might happen. This. What about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? So we're we're dealing with these extremes of emotional investing. What do we do about it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, before we get into what to do about it and, you know, where we stand today, I do think it's important to kind of look back over the last couple of years to remind people of just how much uh, that the emotions have ridden this roller coaster to remind sure. them, you know, they maybe they'll remember, oh, yeah, you know what I did, that did affect me, that sort of thing. So right. we're not going all the way back in history, we easily could, but let's just go back, you know, a couple of years, you know, 2021. That was, you know, the, you know a year plus into the pandemic markets were surging but not just you know the markets in general but specific areas were incredibly hot and it was really attracting people really getting excited about all the growth areas and of course you know crypto and Mm -hmm. all these startup companies with no earnings and you know all all the meme stocks as they became known i mean there was some things that were in crazy you know uh, what was it uh AMC, the, the movie theater went from like two dollars to seventy two dollars. You know, of course, now it's back down to five. You know, there are other examples as well. Everybody was just, you know, really, frankly, getting greedy. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're getting super excited about yeah. things. But we, of course, know, you know, the roller coaster doesn't only go up, right? So the next year, last year, twenty two, you know, things came down pretty hard, particularly some of those areas that had gotten so bubbly. Uh, and so a lot of that, you know, extreme positive sentiment went away. You know, it went away quickly, people kind of started to get discouraged. distraught over some things. Some of those high growth areas were down 70, 80, 90%. And that brought us to the fall of 2022. And what happened then was a, a low in sentiment. You know, everybody was really negative. There was a survey done of economists, 100% of them thought we were about to go into a recession. You know, inflation was at its high. But what happened at that really negative point stocks bottomed right now of course we'll only know down the road if that was the ultimate bottom but for the last seven months, stocks have been rallying mm. because everything kind of bottomed at that point mm. with you know negativity again that roller coaster of emotions you know some other areas that we've been talking about international stocks, right it hasn't done well in forever, right Brian? I mean ten plus years internationals done poorly so of course no one wanted to own them, you know right. And they still don't want to, but a lot of those people probably don't realize, you know, six, nine, 12 months now, right. they've been outperforming. A lot of international right. has been strong. And if we go back over time, they tend to be good portfolio diversifier, but people don't want to own them because they have done poorly recently. The, the memory of that, uh, you know, last year we had bonds had their you know first bad year in a long right. time. So people are like, oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't realize bonds could do that. I don't, I don't want to own any of those. They're just, you know, kind of the recency bias. Yeah, and, and and so that kind of brings us to today. What are people thinking today? And we have a really few good, interesting surveys that we came across. And you know, one was from J.P. Morgan. They said ninety-five percent of investors that they surveyed expect the market to be lower by the end of this year. Hmm. You
0: ninety-five
1: know, percent. Bank of America did a survey of mutual fund managers. They were the you know the least amount of them were overweight stocks since two thousand nine, March two thousand nine. As a reminder, that was the low for stocks when they right. didn't want to own right. any. And then a CNBC survey found that 69% of the public had negative views about the economy, both now and in the future. That's the highest in their 17-year history. So it's interesting that normally you'd see this kind of extreme negativity when stocks have been really beaten up and at a low, but we've actually been rallying for six, seven months now. So it's a really interesting period of negativity we're seeing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um You've, you 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 have this swing right of of like you mentioned in 21 you know like even i was talking about earlier about you know the media and all these things we had meme stocks we had stocks that were rallying just on social media postings and all kinds yeah. of stuff like that right then you you know we had this last year and now even though the market's been rallying this year right people are negative on on what's going on right so what does all this mean Yeah, I mean, it's more evidence
1: that people, you know, tend to either chase returns, you know, what was hot recently, or, you know, run away from what didn't do well recently, kind of Mm -hmm. groupthink, you know, they Mm -hmm. all kind of group themselves together, both the professionals and individual investors. Uh, And it's just more evidence to us of what we already knew that emotions drive so many investment decisions, unfortunately. But, you know, I mean, we think sentiment is a critical part of an investment process, but it doesn't, you know, guarantee things. Right. I mean, there's only one tool that we, you know, access in our process. Um, but when it does get to extremes, it, it does kind of open our eyes. And we think that, you know, people should at least be aware of what their emotions are, what the broader, you know, emotional perspectives are of investors at, at any time, because it can really kind of uh, push things in one way or another if other catalysts come, come on board.
0: Right. So we know that there's been some emotional extremes um, and you gave some great examples. We also know that, um, you know, uh, that look, emotions do drive investment decisions, unfortunately, and we are kind of at some extremes here sentiment wise. So what do we do about it? Right. Um, I think there's a few things to consider. Uh, One is, you know, to really take this is probably a good time to look at your asset allocation right and just make sure it's not based on market conditions. meaning for the last 10 years, if all you owned was large cap growth stocks, guess what you did great but that doesn't mean that you know over the next 10 years that's where you need to be um you know being diversified means there's always an asset class in your portfolio that's underperforming or or you're missing out maybe you know that's the whole point you're not you're never at the extremes, but you're in this nice, Lower volatile area that that over time uh, should continue to grow, and um, so this is a good time to reevaluate your asset allocation. Um, give us a call; we'll be happy to sit down and and go over that with you as well. Um, it's also t- you know in doing that is are you underexposed maybe to international and fixed income? I would be willing to bet you 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 possibly might be. Uh, I know here at at our firm we are looking to increase uh and and have been increasing those areas uh uh with our clients. Uh ignore the noise. Again, what's causing a lot of these swings emotionally is the noise. It's it's this social media stuff or I, I keep saying social media, but it's just the media, right? Media traditional, non-traditional, and whatever. You ha- avoid the noise. And um, you know, like it's funny, CNBC used to be the thing that Greg and I watched all the time early in our careers we don't watch it at all anymore um we, we we just we don't um we pay for very good research and and pay for people that we have been following for the last 20, 20 you know 25 years and and we read their stuff because we know it's solid and it's good but we don't watch anything on tv we're not getting stuff on a, a some whatever feed or or things like that you have to ignore the noise and i would say lastly you know what to do about this is make sure you're make sure you've got a disciplined process. You know we use the QRLT process here uh, in our in in our investments, and you know it it works in good times, bad times, all you know. You want to make sure it works in all avenues as well. So make sure you've got a good good process, um, and that'll get you through it. I mean, you know, if if there's one theme that we keep talking about on this call, today, it's like figuring out how to pull those emotions out and, and, and able very objectively to look at what you're doing and how you're doing it. If, if, if and I'll be honest if you, can't, there's a lot of people that just can't do that on their own. That's where we come in. We come in to help, right? We've got a process to help do those things. Um, so with that being said, um, I think we're a lot less. I feel like we're a lot less than twenty minutes today, Greg. I think we've kind of moved through this. I forgot to start my timer here, so I don't know how far we are. But <laughs> our goal is right. always People to,
1: don't mind it being shorter, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: our goal is always keep this twenty minutes or less. So you're, you're probably going to be blessed this month with uh with a episode here less here. So, so Greg, let's go ahead and close this out. Um, what do you got? What do you, what do you got for us? Yeah, I've got a couple of recommendations for
1: everybody. You know, I mentioned right off the bat that uh, enjoying spring weather. Well, I've got a couple, a couple new, uh, you know, toys that I've been enjoying, and I, I know, you know, back in the day, Brian, we 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 uh, did a lot of bicycle riding together. So when I mentioned toys. You're probably going to ask me, oh, did you get a new, you know, mountain bike or something? No, Brian, we're middle aged now. My new toys are uh, <laughs> a battery powered yard equipment.
0: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah what's what uh, specifically like what's your favorite what's your favorite thing
1: well so uh, the brand is i went with steel you know the steel brand some really good quality i got these really long extended hedge trimmers we have some shrubs that are hard to reach so the really long pole uh and then the same battery works for both that as well as uh the smaller lightweight leaf blower i don't use it for like the whole yard i don't mind raking it's good good little exercise but just kind of cleaning up you know sidewalks or areas with stones that sort of thing so i'm 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 enjoying the the new toys that i have i'm sure the novelty will wear off at some point and it'll feel like chores again but for the moment uh, i'm enjoying them and i think if people are still using the the noisy loud ones with gas or hauling around a cord uh, i'd highly recommend uh, upgrading to the the modern uh, you know battery powered ones so
0: and plus there is something let's be honest there is something therapeutic about like a project like that, whether you're trimming a hedge or doing something and and there's chaos, and then you bring, you know, nice (laughs) cleanly order. There is something therapeutic to that, isn't there? Absolutely. I I have to say I enjoy that too. Well, listen, next time you trip down to Greenville, let's throw throw those in, throw those in the car and bring them down. I got some, I've got some great, great therapeutic uh, projects for (laughs) you uh, at my house. Yeah, we'll see about that. But,
1: uh, You know, of course, I do have a recommendation on the investment side as well. You know, this this goes into the whole ignore the noise and all that. One thing I've seen over the years, and regardless of whether the investor does their own managing of money or whether they have an advisor like us that does it for them, I think they do a better job if they look at their account Mm -hmm. less often. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're focusing on it all the time, looking at all the little ups and downs you're bound to just allow again. If we're going to say it again. Those emotions to to right. creep in. So, I would say you know if you look at your account very rarely, let the compounding do its thing. Let you know if you have us or another advisor, let your professionals do the work. Uh, get the stress out of your life. You know, don't don't focus on it all the time. Look right. at your account less often. As a big recommendation.
0: That's good, uh, good, good one there. I, I've only got two quick things. Uh, one is um, you know, springtime usually means spring cleaning and we, um, Jeannie and I have, we've made a commitment this spring to really simplify some stuff. I mean, if you were to go in our upstairs in our house right now, it would look like a war zone as we have just <laughs> been pulling things out and just getting rid of stuff. Um, uh, we're selling some stuff online, we're donating, we're doing all kinds of stuff, but we have decided to really start simplifying. And I would encourage you, there's some great books on this. Um, you know, I just think I think, and I think this is a good time of the year to do it, but when you can, when you can just get rid of a lot of things and, and make things a lot simpler and just not, it, I mean, I think even just mentally and emotionally, when things are sitting in a closet, just piled in there, it, it, it does not have a, a positive, a positive effect, at least for us, it doesn't. So, um, and, and it's a project like, you know, I think we went into this thinking we were going to knock it out on one weekend it's. It's probably going to be a month project before mm-hmm. before we're we're where we want to be. So, and lastly, um, you know, as we uh, again, I just want to reiterate, as we go through, the, as we're going through this kind of emotional roller coaster time, we talked about reevaluating asset allocation, we talked about the discipline process and things like that. Give us a call if you've got any questions, or you just want to talk through some things, you know, specific to you to your portfolio. By all means, we are that's what we're here for. Uh, happy to talk through any of these issues and things with you and again as always uh thanks so much for uh for listening and uh, we will talk to you again next month bye now